are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Much has been said and written about what it takes to be a good father. Discover just how essential God's grace is in godly fatherhood in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Nasa oras na ito kaya nating magkapakita ko ng mga pictures sa inyo about being father or father in the church. It's because we are going to talk about God's grace in Abraham's fatherhood. Okay, kaya tawag nga siya, father of faith or father Abraham. Okay? Because this is not really, and discussion natin is not really so much about Abraham. It's about the grace of God in his fatherhood. Because as I said a while ago, being a father is not easy. Amen. There is no such thing as perfect father. Meron ba dito? Wala. Walang perfect father. That's why it takes the grace of God to really do the responsibility of a father. At sa oras na ito, gusto ko pong tumayo tayong lahat dahil magsisimula po tayong bumasa ng salita ng Panginoon. At ito po ang bubulay-bulay natin sa may Genesis chapter 18, verses 18 to 19. Okay. This was the time before God would really consume or destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay? At ito ay i-reveal niya kay Abraham. But before revealing it, ito muna, the reason why God would reveal it to him, it's because God made a comment concerning him. And this is what is written. Sabi dito, Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation and all nations on earth will be blessed through him. For I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised. Let's bow down our head. Lord, thank you so much for such opportunity that we can study your word with the guidance of your Holy Spirit. Salamat po, Panginoon, samahan mo kami at inihiling po namin ang tunay na kalakasan, pangunawa, at magawa po namin i-apply ito sa aming mga buhay, lalo na po sa mga tatay na naririto at sa mga anak din na naririto na magawa nilang tignan ng kanilang mga ama na may paggalang, na may pagrespeto at pasasalamat sa iyo pagkat ang mga ama ay tunay na regalo. Salamat po, Panginoon. We just honor you, worship you today, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, makakaupo tayong lahat. Okay. Alam po ninyo, minsan nagsabi sa akin yung aking anak, sabi niya, Dad, uh, nakarang linggo lang po ito dahil nagkaroon sila ng tinatag orientation. Si, ang binabanggit ko po ay si Rina, yung akin pong bunsong anak. She was about to go to college in San Beda. At sabi niya, sa ori- after orientation, may kumausap sa kanyang lalaki na kapwa rin niyang papasok. Sabi niya, sa kagilang pag-uusap, sabi niya nun is, uh, ikaw ba yung mga naninigarilyo? Sabi ng anak ko, hindi, hindi ako naninigarilyo. Ang lungkot naman ng buhay mo. Hindi ka naninigarilyo. Eh, umiinom, umiinom ka. Ay, hindi ako umiinom. Sabi niya, talaga napakalungkot ng buhay mo. Anong klaseng buhay meron ka? Hindi mo alam yan. Eh, ako, bago pa ako mag-college, sabi niya, tinuruan ako ng tatay ko ng lahat ng yan. Wow! So malungkot yung buhay ng anak ko dahil hindi siya naturuan ng daddy niya na uminom at saka manigarilyo. Yung isang anak ko naman, minsan nagkwento sa akin, isa sa mga manliligaw niya, nung siya nasa college pa, <laughs> isa sa mga manliligaw niya, nagsabi sa kanya na, 
nagkaroon ng samahan loob sa kanyang tatay dahil kasi nasa last nasa graduating student na yung tatay doon dinala siya sa isang beer house at binigyan ng babae sa kanyang tabi at siyempre yung tatay mayroon ding babae sa kanyang tabi Bagamat hindi kristyano yung manliligaw niya na yun, sabi niya, na-offend siya. Because somehow he has the sense of what is right and what is wrong. Sabi niya, nagalit siya, hindi dahil sa pinatabihan siya ng babae, kundi nakita niya sa tabi ng tatay niya, may babae din. At dahil sa mahal niya yung nanay niya, he was offended. Being a father is hard, but it's even harder if you don't know God. Kapag hindi mo kilala ang Diyos at wala kang pananampalataya sa Diyos, mas lalong mahirap pamunuan ng isang pamilya na hindi nababatay sa kalooban ng Panginoon. Dito makikita po tayo, kaya dito makikita natin sa buhay ni Abraham kung papaanong sa biyaya ng Panginoon, siya ay isang naging mabuting ama. Si Abraham, kung titignan natin yung kanyang background, nabuhay siya sa isang henerasyon na bagsak ang moralidad. Katunayan ang kanyang, ang kanyang ama, ay hindi mananampalataya ng Diyos, kundi isang idolater. Kaya nga it took God His own initiative to really introduce Himself and show Himself to Abraham. And let me tell you, being a good father is not really a product of our own goodness, it is by the grace of God. Amen. Thank God, marami tayong mga tatay na narito, dumating sa buhay nila, nakinatok ang puso nila ng Panginoon. It was God's initiative, never our initiative. And so we thank God because God's grace is available for so many fathers today. Kasi maraming mga tatay na abandonan na lang kanilang mga anak. Pinababayaan, mayroong mga absentee father. Not necessarily pinabayaan nila, kundi dahil siyempre nagsakripisyo sila, nagtrabaho sa abroad. Yung iba naman, intentionally, iniwan yung kanilang asawa at pinabayaan na siya ng mag-alaga sa kanyang anak. So, mahirap man po maging tatay, pero mas mahirap pagka hindi mo kilala ang Panginoon. Tama ho ba? Dahil nagiging madali ito because of the grace of God. Now, iisa-isahin po nating titignan ang salita ng Panginoon dito sa Genesis 18 at tignan po natin yung biyaya ng Panginoon sa fatherhood ni Abraham. First is illuminate direction. Sabi sa ating binasa kanina, For I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him. Sabi nyo, direct. Now, kala natin minsan, pagka nagda-direct ang isang ama, pag sinabing direct his children and his household after him, we thought that it's the father exercising authoritarian rulership. But that should not be the case. Kapag meron ako gustong sabihin sa anak ko, halimbawa, anak, tapusin mo yung, yung pag-aaral. Tama naman yung sinasabi ko, but somehow I have to expound it and say the rational behind it. Not just say, wag mong gawin ito, itong gawin mo, wag mong gawin ito, or else I would be dictatorial. And I'm not teaching my children how to really think, how to analyze what is right and what is wrong. Susunod lang ang susunod. Yan, paano kung wala na ako sa kanilang tabi, wala na silang susundin. O wala na silang susundan. But I'm going to illuminate the past in such a way na nakita mo. Kay nakakita ko minsan ng mga ng mga alam niyo naghahakot ng basura ng mga bata. Ano ba tawag doon? Kalakal, yung mga nangunguhan ng kalakal, okay? Sabi ko, anak tingnan mo yung mga batang 'yan. Gusto mo ba balang araw 
maging ganyan ka, ayoko po. Iyan ang dahilan kung bakit kinakailangan mag-aral kang mabuti. At kapag ikaw ay nakatapos ng iyong pag-aaral, kaya mong humarap kahit kaninong tao nang hindi ka nangliliit sa iyong sarili. Meron kang dignidad dahil nakatapos ka ng pag-aaral mo, meron kang somehow may pagmamalaki. So I'm going to illuminate their past. Hindi lang sila sabing magtapos ka ng pag-aaral mo, hindi, hindi kita bibigyan ng oh, hindi kita bibigyan ng baon o kaya ganito ang gagawin ko sa iyo. Hindi lamang po ganoon, kundi I'm going to direct them in a relational and loving way. Meaning I have first to connect with them and see where they are and in their context I'm going to enter the world and explain something. Para nang sa ganun, magkakaroon ng ownership yung direction na kanilang tinatahak. Tama po ba kayo? So, kinakailangan po, hindi lamang basta sasabihin natin kung ano yung mali, kung ano yung tama, kundi sabihin po natin yung rational behind it, bakit tama ito, bakit mali yun. Minsan pagka nakausap po yung anak-anak, ay, ay, ay napuna ko kanina, parang ay, hindi yata respectful yung pagsabi mo sa nakababata mong kapatid. And it's not right. How about if someone would do that to you? Someone who is older than you or your mom would say the same thing to you. How would you react? Nag-iisip siya. So I would suggest, be gentle the next time. It's not just saying, wag mong gagawin yun ha, mali yun. Kundi papaliwanag ko bakit mali. Kasi mararamdaman mo rin yung ganung sakit kapag kaginawa sa'yo. Nakuha po ba ninyo yung ibig ko sabihin? So, it is better for us to connect with them in a loving way, in a relational way. That is the best way for us to direct their path. Sasamahan nyo muna sila sa kanilang direksyon at pagkatapos ay ikutan nyo sila nais dalhin ay igabay po ninyo at pakita nyo kung bakit dapat yun yung landas na kanilang dapat tahakin. Sa pagkuha ng kurso ng aking anak, Pwede kong sabihin, anak, itong gusto kong kurso para sa'yo. Kasi itong kurso na hindi nanuluma, I would like it to be an accountant. It would be so easy for me to say that, that I would exercise authority. But why should I do that? Hindi naman ako ang mag-aaral, kundi yung anak ko. Somehow, mathematics, katulad sa inyo at katulad ko rin, is not our strength. Tama ba? Parang hindi kayo makakibu, ah. Magaling ba kayo sa math? Okay. So, kinakausap ko siya, sabi ko, okay, ganito anak, sa pagpili ng course, okay. Ano ba yung nakikita mong strength mo? Saan ka ba mahina? Huwag ka dun sa kung saan ka mahina. Kung mahina ka sa math, ay oh, hindi nga bagay sa itong course na ito. Ano ba yung strength mo? Ano ba yung subject mo na may joy ka pagka pumapasok ka? Okay? Tignan mo, tignan mo. At how do you see yourself after your graduation? Ano sa ting- anong nakikita mo sa sarili mo? Hindi ko sasabihin lang, ah, itong kurso na bagay sa'yo, tapos na. And because they would feel manipulated. And the hardest thing for our children to feel is that they are being manipulated by their own parents na ang pumipili ng kanilang kurso, yung kanilang magulang na hindi naman mag-aaral at pupunta sa eskwelahan. Nakuha niyong ibig ko sabihin. So I'm going to illuminate the path and show all the possible consequences, the possible outcome. Alam mo na, pagkaya ng kursong kinuha mo, yung sa pinipilo mo, ito yan. Okay? Sa panahon natin ngayon, medyo hirap itong kurso na to kasi walang demand sa trabaho. 
So, itong isang kurso na option mo, ito may demand ito. Marami ngayon ang nangangailangan ito. Ay, itong kursong isa naman ito na third option mo, ito kahit sa anong panahon, meron ito. May makukuhang trabaho ito. As a father, I am going to do my assignment for the sake of my children. Tama po ba? Tapos tinitignan ko rin yung examination, meron tinatawag NCAE. NCAE ba yun? Hindi, NCAE nung panahon nyo. NCAE na ngayon. National College. Oh, yun nga. Yun nga, yun nga, eksakto. Okay. So, titignan mo na kalagay doon, may mga suggested course. Okay? So, hahanapin yun. Oh, ang, ang, ang bagay siya sa human resource na kalagay doon. May mga suggested. So, out of those combinations of all these things, alam niya, mayroon siyang ownership. Gusto ko tong kurso na ito, dad. Okay? Very good. So, nakapili siya ng course and we both, kami mag-asawa, nag-agree kami, it's because we guided our, both of them actually, we guided both of them, lalo na yung aming panganay na ngayon, nag-graduate na and she's enjoying her job. Why? Kasi yun yung kurso na kinuha niya at yung kurso gustong-gusto niya. Hindi siya nag struggle Hindi katulad ko nung araw. I'm an electrical engineer, pero hindi ako nakahawak ng kuryente. Nakakuryente ako! But that was not really the course that I would like to take. Kasi, tatay ko kasi was a frustrated engineer. Kaya yung, yung kapatid ko, mechanical engineer, ako electrical engineer, pero wala sa aming nag-practice. Yung kapatid ko is a businessman, ako naman ay pastor. Medyo may kalayuan sa kuryente. No, eh, wala kung pagdililihan ko kayo, nakukuryente kayo. Ano, pero wala akong kinalaman eh. But anyway, God's grace is there at uh, sa pamamagitan ng biyaya na pero at least nakatapos kami, di ba? Kahit hate ko mathematics. Okay. So, we are supposed to guide our children in the way of the Lord. Fathers have two basic things to remember. You have your spiritual leadership and you have your spiritual responsibility. As a spiritual leader, you are the pastor inside the family. You are supposed, not just the mom, but you are also to care for your children, and you are there as their protector. That's the role of being a pastor in the family. Amen. You are the prophet. You are to pronounce blessings and direction. Wag mong curse yung iyong manak because the words that would come out in your mouth are so powerful because you are the spiritual authority inside the house. So when you bless your children, ito dun yun anak, you will be mighty in the land. You will have the best from God. Hindi siya sabi mo, ang bobo-bobo mo talaga. Kanino ka ba nagmana? Ah, walang pag... <laughs> Sigurado sa'yo yun. <laughs> di ba? So, kapag ka magsasabi kayo, i-bless ninyo. Amen? Kaya nga sa church, di ba? Sa, sa church may five-fold ministry. Ibat-ibang tao kadalasan ninyo nag-aasom yun. Nabanggit kanina si Prophet Jim Lafoon na nagbigay ng direction sa ating uh, church for, for the next uh, years to come. And papakita nga namin yung sa breaking room with transcription para may pag-pray natin. Now, the same way, as a father, you are the one that would pronounce the blessings and sets direction in your family. Of course, that is in partnership with your wife. They are not second-class citizen. They are your partners. God called you together to be, to complement each other. Amen. As I said, spiritual leadership is not about dictatorship or authoritarian leadership. It is a relational way. You have to use your authority to uphold your children. Use your authority to uphold your wife. To connect with them. Use your authority to love them and to protect them. 
And you are as well a priest before the Lord. Meaning, as fathers, dapat kayo yung nagti-pray. Nangunguna sa prayer sa inyo pong pamilya. Kayo nga dapat yung nag-i-initiate. At kahit na hindi kayo magkakasama pag lumabas na yung inyong mga anak, you should be interceding for your children. Why? Because your prayers are so powerful. You are the dad. You are God's ambassador inside your family. And the very reason why God has raised fathers, naniniwala ba kayo ng Diyos ang nagtalaga ng mga tatay sa pamilya? The very reason is that so that you would be able to, your children somehow would have the idea or a picture of our Heavenly Father. It's so easy to introduce our Heavenly Father to them if they see that their earthly father is doing their responsibility. Being a father is a, is a uh, positional blessing. Si Abraham po, blinest ni Lord, sabi niya, I'm going to bless you so you can be a blessing. Blessed to be a blessing. Ang mga tatay, tinalaga ng Diyos yan, hindi para maging pagpapalo, kundi para maging pagpapala. Amen. Amen. Parang hindi ganong malakas. Bakit yung nanay, lakas-lakas ng mga amen ninyo? Ngayon tatay, mahina. Okay. Ang mga tatay, positionally, they are already blessed. They are the picture of God inside the family. God's representative, God's ambassadors. Okay? But, it's another thing to do also your responsibility. Okay? You are to train, you are to teach, and you are to tell them about God. Train your children in a loving and relational way. Teach them the way of the Lord. Teach them about the Word of God. Again, it has always been said, you cannot give something you don't have. That is why I'm encouraging everyone of you, mga daddy, dapat kayo yung aking nagbabasa ng salita ng Panginoon. Because how can you teach your children something that you don't know? Mahirap yun, ha? Ituturo mo sa kanilang papano sumunod sa Panginoon, pero hindi mo naman alam ang kalooban ng Panginoon because you are not meditating the Word of God. Mga dad, medyo kakalabitin ko lang po kayo, bawal ho kasi mamalo ngayon. Daddy nyo eh. Dad kayo. Dad's day eh, di ba? Meron po ba kayong Bible? Yan. Maganda, maganda yung amen na yan. May sampu sumagot. Okay? Mga dad, dapat meron ho kayong Bible, okay, na hindi inaalikabok, at hindi napakalit ng letra na halos ayaw niyong buksan. Masyadong banal yung Bible, ayaw niyong hawakan. Okay? You have to meditate the Word of God, the Bible says, because you are the one that's setting the pace for your family. You are to teach your children the way of the Lord. You are to tell them about the love of God, and you are to tell your children how much you love them. Sino rito mga tatay na nagsabi, nagsasabi ng I love you sa kanilang mga anak? <laughs> Tasa kamay. Ha? You know what? Minsan yung anak ko tinanong sa klase, tinanong sa klase yung, sa klase ng anak ko tinanong yung buong klase, Kailan, when was the last time you said I love you? When was the last time your dad says I love you? Kulakibuan. Sabi nung anak ko, nagtaas siya ng kamay, kalina lang po nung hinatid niya ako. Katunayan, ginagawa niya yun tuwing iahatid niya ako. It's a normal thing. It should be a normal thing. Pero kasi parang yung mga tatay parang... Sus, sus. 
You can even express your love for your children. Kahit nahawakan nyo sa balikat, kahit hawakan nyo yung ulo, even without words, you can express your love to your children. And you have to because you are the image of God in their lives. So when you love them and then eventually tell them, you know what, God loves you so much. I love you and God loves you so much because God is like a father as well. Alala ko, there was an instant, may isang, may isang bata na sila ben, you know what, our, our heavenly father is like your earthly father. Therefore, I don't like that God, sabi ng bata. Kasi my father would always beat me. Maybe your God would also beat me. You see, we, we fathers have such a great responsibility and accountability before God. In every responsibility, there is a corresponding there's a, we have an accountability before God. Sabi po sa may Judges chapter 2, verse 10 to 11, After the whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors, this was during the time when they had no leaders, the Israelites. And you see how fathers became so accountable to this. After the whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors, another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what He had done for Israel. Then the eyes, then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and served the Baals. It was the fault of the fathers and the forefathers because they failed to somehow transfer, influence their children in the way of the Lord. Hindi nila dinirek yung kanilang manak na makilala ang Diyos kaya nagkaroon ng ganitong klase ng generation na hindi kilala ang Panginoon. Ni hindi alam kung anong ginawa ng Diyos sa bayan ng Israel. At ang sabi ng verse 11, Then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and serve the Baals. Fathers, look at the responsibility that's on our shoulders. At the end of the day, all of us will be accountable before God and how we demonstrated our fatherhood. One thing that I have learned, what you have done to your children, God will do to you. If you have loved your children... God will you will you will also experience the love of the heavenly father. If you are a blesser to your children, God will also be a blesser to you. This by virtue of the principle of sowing and reaping. But as I said, mahirap talagang maging tatay and I'm not asking you to be perfect father. Just like Abraham, Abraham was not a perfect father but he had the grace of God. Proverbs 22, verse 6 to 7, Turn a child in a way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. In other translation, do you turn a child? Train a child in the way he should go. Now, pangalawa is to instill values. Sabi puro sa binasa natin kanina, to keep the way of the Lord. Now, every organization has this, what we call, core values. These are their guiding principles. They make decisions on the basis of these principles. They will say no or they will say yes on the basis of these core principles or these core values. In a family, we must have as well a core values. Si Abraham ang sabi niya, ang core values to keep the way of the Lord. Meaning to uphold, to preserve the way of the Lord. You see to it that my children is taking the path of righteousness, is taking the path that is in accordance to the will and word and ways of the Lord. So, ito yung core value ni Abraham. 
And it's so important na yung tatay, ganyan yung kanyang core value, it is because ipapasa niya yan sa kanyang maanak. Remember, it's the leader of any particular organization, whether barangay, family, or nation, that will set somehow the culture. And it's good if this core value will be part of their culture, not just of their head. Ang pagkakaroon ng values ay napakahalaga. Fathers, we are the first ones who should teach our children the meaning of responsibility. It is the ability to take the consequences of your own decision. Marami ko kasi mga kabataan ngayon wala nang sense of responsibility. They just live. They just exist for the sake of existence. Hindi na sila nagiging responsable sa kanilang sarili, sa kanilang pag-aaral. Hindi nila makita, lalo na yung mga nag-aaral na mga kabataan ngayon, hindi nila makita na yung direksyon na kanilang tinatahak ay mayroong kinalaman sa kanilang destinasyon. They would just do anything that's comfortable, that is convenient for them, and they were expecting to end up having the best. Itong tatahakin mo, barkada, bisyo, pasarap sa buhay, layaw, Tapos, ini-imagine mo, gagraduate ka lang napakagaling mo at flying colors. That's not. That, that's not the way it goes. Ituro natin sa kanila lahat ng kanilang gagawin ay mayroong epekto, yung cause and effect. Kung ikaw may magbo-boyfriend ngayon, nag-aaral ka pa lang, freshman ka pa lang, boyfriend ang nasa isip mo, baka hindi ka makarating ng fourth year mo hanggang sa ikaw ay graduate. Show them the consequences. So you have, marami yata tinatawang, sorry ha. Wala eh, nandito ako eh. Okay, I just have to tell you this. Kasi minsan, may mga, may mga, may mga magulang na nire-reto, freshman pa lang yung anak, nire-reto na dun sa ano. Nire-reto na sa isang guapo, sa isang maganda. Let them learn to have responsibility. That's important. Kung meron mo magpapakita yung tatay, ang dapat na magpapakita nito. Fatherhood, especially your leadership, is being caught, not, not just being taught. Ito ay, if demonstrate ninyo, you are the model of what responsibility is all about. Pangalawa is respect. Alam nyo, minsan hindi nauso yung pagka nakatayo sa bus, yung babae, pauupuin pa ng lalaki. Aba, nagbayad din ako, pareho lang tayo ng binayad eh. Manigas ka dyan. Kahit elderly na, Okay? So, dapat po, bilang mga tatay, ituturin natin sa kalawag pa paano gumalang sa mga matatanda. Kaya kung ganun lang yung pagkalang ko kay Pastor Sani, ginagalang ko talaga siya. Turuan natin silang gumalang sa mga kababaihan. You know what? Kapag ka tinuruan natin silang gumalang sa mga kababaihan, tinuturuan na natin silang gumalang sa kanilang sarilang magulang at sa, at sa mga kapatid nilang babae. Lalo na kung tinutukoy ko yung mga anak na lalaki. So Proverbs chapter 3 verse 1, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my heart, but keep my commands in your heart. Tayo po bilang mga dad ang mag instill ng value sa kanilang puso at maglalagay ng mga importanteng bagay na ito sa the things that matters most. Turuan natin sila ng honesty. Although sabi nila, honesty is such a lonely word because everyone is so untrue. It may not be a popular virtue, but it is appropriate to still learn honesty. Anak, pag hindi mo pera, huwag mong kukunin. 
Dahil kapag ka pera mo, ay hindi mo pera, kinuha mo, ang tawag doon ay pagnanakaw. Dishonest to yun, anak. Kaya ikaw, pag hindi mo pera, lalo na kung pera ng bayan, huwag mong gagalawin. Okay. Okay, number three is illustrate integrity. <laughs> Double blade. <laughs> For I have chosen him so that he direct his children in his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just. Sabi nyo, right and just. Doing what is right is our standard. Fathers, fathers, make your standard, make righteousness as your standard. Doing what is right at all times, regardless of consequences. Sometimes it's easy to do what is right if it is convenient and comfortable. That's not what we are going to teach our children. There may be pains, there may be price or cost to pay, but if that is what is right, pursue what is right, and you will never be wrong. Joseph in himself pursued what, is, what was right. Tinukso siya ni Mrs. Potipar. Alam yun, di ba? Si Mrs. Potipar, tinukso siya. Anong ginawa niya? Tumakbo siya. Anong nangyari sa kanya? Nakulong siya dahil Mrs. Potipar yun. Okay? But what happened in the end? He was vindicated. Pinalaya siya ng Panginoon and became the highest ranking in the entire Egypt. Why? Vindication yun ng Panginoon. Blessing ng Panginoon because he pursued the right thing. Doing what is right must be our standard. Doing what is just is to uphold fairness and equality. Fathers, do not show favoritism to your children. Even if you feel na paborito niyo yung isa, wag niyong ipapakita at ipapahalata na may paborito kayo. Pero kung maaari nga, talagang wala kayong paborito, treat everyone equally. Yung isa paborito niyo dahil mukhang kamukha niyo. Kasi sabi niyo, guwapo yan. Ito, kamukha ng mami niya yan. Don't show favoritism. Dahil hindi po makainam yan. Even the Bible itself would tell you na hindi po mainam favoritism. Tignan nyo, kaya nga nagkapahamak din ang buhay ni Joseph eh, dahil paborito siya lang ama. Nakita ng mga kapatid. Kaya pinagtangkaan din siyang patayin. So, not at, and in any given time, we have to show what is just. Okay? Malawak po ito, but I have, not, I have no, uh, enough time to... To really expound on this. The noblest thing a father can do to his children is to love their mom. Isa po ito sa mga bagay na dapat ipakita natin, i-model natin. Spiritual leadership must be modeled. And fathers, we are to model it. And the noblest thing a father can do to his children is to love their mother. Paano mo sasabihin sa iyong manak? Anak, igalang mo ang mami mo. Titignan ka ng anak mo. Kaya nga dad, ginugulpin yung mami ko eh. Sinisigawan nyo eh. Sinisikmuraan nyo. Sinisipan ninyo eh. Tapos minamanipakyaw nyo eh. See? The noblest thing a father can do to his children is to love their children. Why? Yung mga, yung nanay, sila yung unang nakita ng mga anak nung sinilang sila. Tama? Sila yung nag-alaga. Yung gatas nila, ng gatas ng mga nanay, ang una nilang natikman sa kanilang buhay Itong araw-araw na humuhubog sa lahat kasama habang ikaw ay nagtatrabaho sa labas. And if you are going to hurt their mom, you are going to hurt them. 
Kaya ang pinakadakilang bagay na magagawa mo sa iyong manak, ipakita mong mahal na mahal mo yung kanilang mami. Dahil kung yan ay sasaktan mo, kung yan ay pagpapalit mo sa iba, masasaktan yung mami nila. Pag nakita lang umiyak yung mami nila, nasasaktan din sila. Ang sarap marinig sa manak, sasabihin lang, Daddy, gusto ko, paglaki ko, gagayahin kita. Di ba? Masarap marinig yun. Hindi sabi, paglaki ko, di ko gagayahin ang daddy ko. Ang sakit po yun. Ang sarap marinig nung sinasabi sa akin ng aking, ng aking panganay na anak, sabi niya, Dad, kung ako man po ay makahanap ng aking mapapang-asawa, ang gusto ko po yung katulad mo. Nung marinig ko po yun, talagang pumapalakpak yung dalawang tenga ko. Sabi ko, hindi naman. <laughs> but, you know, kidding aside, talaga pong masarap marinig, di ba? Na, dad, kung babae yung anak mo, pag napangasawa kong gusto ko yung katulad mo. Hindi yung sasabihin nila, alam mo, mami, pag mag-aasawa ko, hindi ko kukunin yung katulad ng daddy. <laughs> hindi, hindi ko, isinusumpa ko. Ako, <laughs> delikado. Mabigat na yung atraso ho natin. Because spiritual leadership must be modeled. Okay? Proverbs 21 verse 3, Do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Abraham himself modeled what was right. First thing that he did was to put his faith in God. Because in Genesis 15, 6 says, Abraham believed the Lord and he credited to him as righteousness. Now, Pinapakita ko sa inyo yung biyaya ng Diyos kay Abraham. I'm not actually preaching about Abraham himself. Why? Because si Abraham ho is an imperfect father as well. Meron din siyang mga pagkukulang at isa sa kanyang mga naging kasalanan ay ito. Sa Genesis 20 verses 1 to 2. Okay, sa kanyang takot doon sa Haring Abimelech na akala niya malupit, ito po yung nangyari. Now Abraham moved on from there into the region of the Negev and live between Kadesh and Shur. For a while, he stayed, in, he stayed in Gerar. And there Abraham said to his wife Sarah, She is my sister. Then Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent for Sarah and took her. So dahil natatakot si Abraham, baka magalit itong si Abimelech, so pinakilala niya yung kanyang asawa ng kapatid ko. Okay? So ang ginawa ni Abimelech, kinuha niya para maging asawa niya, para sipingan niya. Buti na lamang, mayamang pa rin ang biyaya ng Panginoon, nagpakita ang Diyos sa panaginip kay King Abimelech at ipinahayag na ikaw at ang lahi mo'y mapapahama kapag kaginalaw mo ang babaeng yan dahil yan ay asawa ng aking propetang si Abraham. Bigla pong natakot si Abimelech. That's what you call God's intervention. That's again, the grace of God despite imperfections. And fathers, I'm not expecting you and I'm not expecting myself to be a perfect dad. We have our own shortcomings and weaknesses. But the grace of God is always available. God has a purpose in you. In our one of the purposes of God in us is to raise up a righteous generation. Remember that Abraham lived in a corrupt generation. But he was not affected by it in his household. Why? Because of his faith in God. Everything was about God himself and the purposes of God in Abraham's life. Itong tandaan niyo mga tatay before I end. We have, if you are a believer of the Lord, we have a covenant relationship with God. 
You may be experiencing problems with your children. May mga matitigas ang ulo, may ayaw mag-aral, mayroong nag-asawa agad, mayroong kung ano paglase ng problema. In that case, you really have to stand in your covenant relationship with God and pray and believe that because you are a believer of the Lord, your descendants will also be blessed. That despite your imperfections, the grace of God would also operate in their lives in the same way that happened with Abraham. So Abraham po was a covenant, has a covenant, had a covenant relationship with God. And so you know what happened? Kahit sa mga pagkukulang ni Abraham bilang dad, yung covenant blessings ay na-fulfill na nasusulat doon sa Genesis chapter 12 verses 1 to 3. Doon sinabi ng Panginoon, I will make you into a great nation. God was actually giving him identity. Part of God's covenant blessing. I will bless you, that's prosperity. I will make your name great, that's prominence. I will, you will be a blessing, that's influence. I will bless those who bless you, that's favor. Whoever curses you, I will be, will, will, you will, whoever curses you, will be cursed. That's protection. All peoples of earth will be blessed through you. That's generosity. That's the covenant of blessing in the life of Abraham. And everything was actually fulfilled. Not because of the righteousness of Abraham in his own righteousness, but because of God's grace in his life. And because his heavenly father was also faithful to him. Fathers, we know for a fact that we have our own unfaithfulness before the Lord. But remember this, if we put our trust on the grace of God, we are going to experience the faithfulness of our Heavenly Father. And so, the Lord will bring about for Abraham what He has promised him. Yung sinabi ng Lord yan, nangyari pong lahat, ang covenant blessing and promises ng Panginoon sa buhay ni Abraham. Today, as fathers, we stand not on the basis of our own righteousness, but we stand on the righteousness of God and on the faithfulness of God. We have a, such a great task and responsibility. But let us avail that grace because our Heavenly Father is faithful. Amen. We hope you were inspired by that message. Stay updated on coming events by visiting our website at www.victoryalabang.org and following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Happy Father's Day and stay connected.